Introducing the Two-Way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the Two-Way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the Two-Way for yourself at newbalance.com. You got wrong yet? What's up, y'all? Welcome on into the Vols 24-7 podcast. Wes Rucker coming to you from Fort Rucker Studio. And as you can tell by the truncated version of this intro, this is a breaking news edition of the Vols 24-7 podcast. Let's go across down to that home daycare center of Ryan Callahan. And Ryan, would you please be so good as to tell the people why we are giving them a breaking news edition of this Vols 24-7 podcast? Yeah, some big recruiting news. Uh, you know, we... Saw Tennessee get a couple other commitments uh, here just a couple weeks ago in the 2022 class, and now uh, adding a centerpiece to this class, four-star quarterback Taven Jackson of Greenwood, Indiana, committing to the Vols, uh, giving them uh, just a a huge addition that really could, uh, or certainly they're hoping, can jumpstart things for this 2022 class. A highly touted guy with more than 30 offers, uh, and, and the guy who has unquestionably been Tennessee's top quarterback target since they sort of set their sights on him back in late February. So it took about two months. Uh, he'd already scheduled an official visit to Tennessee for June, but just decided uh, no need to wait that long. Uh, you know, even had talked about taking four or all five of his official visits and uh, just decided not to, not to wait and to go ahead and, and, and jump into Tennessee's class. So uh, hard to overstate the importance of this addition for Josh Heupel's staff. Uh, obviously with this offense, that position being so critically important and, and Josh Heupel's track record with quarterbacks to get one of the guys you set your sights on uh, a big, big deal. And obviously for a first full recruiting class in particular. So this is a uh, pretty, pretty massive news for Tennessee to get a guy like this uh, pretty early in the year, all things considered uh, with the dead period still lasting more than a month on top of that. Yeah, Ryan, we'll have time here in a minute to, to break into more detail on, on who exactly Taven Jackson is as a player, what, what are some strengths there? What are some things he needs to improve and, and all that stuff? But but I want to get to this right off the top. Um, you, you just said this is a guy who had more than 30 offers, a guy who was talking about maybe taking all five official visits, and now all of a sudden to commit like this. I mean, kids change their minds, right? We're adults. We change our minds, so kids definitely change their minds all the time. But what what do you think led to – this sort of sudden change, or is this maybe not as sudden as we think it was? Yeah, I wouldn't say a sudden change. Uh, you know, he's, he's kind of kept an open mind about his possible timeline for a decision all along. And, and I think that's smart at the quarterback position in particular. And, and sometimes it becomes obvious uh, what, what a player is planning to do uh, or, what a, or what a player needs to do when he, uh, when the, the right school just kind of emerges. Sometimes it's from other contenders, um, you know, dropping off the map as they, as they get their own quarterbacks. And sometimes it's just based on the team that is recruiting you the hardest and sort of has the best combination of opportunity, coaching staff, all the things that you're looking for. And it just sort of makes it clear over time. Uh, but with, in, in his case, you know, again, Tennessee was his first and only scheduled official visit that he'd already uh, announced. 
Uh, he had talked about planning official visits to Texas A&M, Arizona State, UCLA, and, and maybe Florida State getting that fifth one. Some other big programs had offered him over the past few months, Auburn, Florida, some of those sort of came and went off his radar at different times. Uh, and he had announced the top nine that had a few other major programs in there. So uh, plenty of competition for him. But I think just the way Tennessee recruited him uh, and that combined with sort of the, the opportunity at quarterback that obviously, you know, a position that Tennessee has not figured out its long-term answer. I think you put all that together and Taven Jackson just decided, you know, I, I don't need to wait around and complicate things or, or risk losing my spot at, at, at Tennessee or, or anything like that. If I feel like I've got the right spot, I need to go ahead and commit. And I think a lot of quarterbacks sort of have that approach that once they figure it out, there's really no need to wait because there's usually only one guy per class at each school. Yeah, and, and for, for the details on this young man, he is, as we've mentioned several times already, Taven Jackson. Uh, I've seen him listed at six foot four and six foot five. Right now, we've got six foot four. I trust all our guys. I'll go with that. Six foot four, 195 pound quarterback out of Center Grove High School, hometown of Greenwood, Indiana. Uh, this is a, a four star prospect. As far as I can tell, just about across the board, we've got him certainly rated as a as a uh, four-star prospect, I've uh, got him with a 90 rating, which is a very good rating. Um, a lot of times kind of, you know, top 24-7-ish, top 247-ish there uh, with that rating sometimes. And, and it's early in the process, so certainly those ratings could change. Um, but, Ryan, what can you tell people about this young man as a player in, in terms of – because you see, um, you know, 6'4", six, 6'5", six, about 200 pounds. Uh, we list him as a pro-star quarterback, but that doesn't mean he's someone who, who can't move around. Uh, in, in terms of just kind of arm strength, decision making, athleticism, what 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 can you tell us about this young man as a prospect? Yeah, so you know, a lot of people look at the pro style versus dual threat rankings, and and I think you kind of got to throw that out the window a lot of times these days because the line between pro style quarterbacks and dual threat quarterbacks has been so blurred in recent years. Agreed. And, and Taven, Taven Jackson is a good example of that. He's listed as a pro-style guy, but that definitely does not mean he can't run. Uh, I think he, though, is a mobile guy that uses his legs to set up the throw more so than he looks to run a lot. But he is very capable of running. And so this is, this is what fans would probably consider in most cases sort of a dual-threat guy. But by today's standards, you know, not going to go out and run for 150 yards a game or anything like that too often. So that's why you see that pro style classification and he, he's got a good arm. Uh, you see on film, he makes, he makes all the throws. He can, he can kind of throw from different arm slots and throw on the run pretty well. Uh, a lot of things about his game and, and just his ability to, to develop as a passer. I think you mentioned his, his frame, you know, we had him listed at six, five, I think at one point, or, or at least in some stories he was listed at that. And, and, and he told me recently that he's six, four. Um, so regardless, a, a, a tall guy. So as he continues to fill out with a frame that big, uh, I think you could see his arm strength continue to grow and uh, a, a lot to like about his game overall. And I just think as, as he continues to develop, he's a really interesting player in this class. And there's a reason he's got more than 30 offers and not just 30 offers, but some big time offers. I mentioned Florida, you know, Texas A&M was in the picture. Auburn, some other big SEC schools had, had kind of started to find him earlier this year in Tennessee. You know, of course, they missed out very, very publicly on Ty Simpson in the first weeks of the Josh Heupel era, but uh, they moved pretty quickly on to Taven Jackson after that. And uh, to, to get a guy that was very clearly one of your top targets at that position, uh, especially considering where Tennessee is as a program, uh, this is a big deal. And there's a lot to like about Taven Jackson on the field. Yeah, if Dan Mullen wants your quarterback, you've got a good quarterback. I'm just going to go ahead and say that. That's um, the, There are a few people, I think, anywhere in college sports who do a better job coaching 
or, or are known for coaching certain positions than you get with Dan Mullen at quarterback. So I think that that says quite a bit there. Um, I think it's interesting that you said also, and, and I'm only bringing up Peyton Manning here because it's very relevant to this point, not because any Tennessee quarterback should ever be compared to Peyton Manning. Um, but you talked about Jackson telling you, you know, recently he was six foot four, even though some people had him at six five. You know, Peyton Manning is more like six six than six five, but he always thought six foot six sounded slow. So he wanted to be known as six foot five. So, you know, sometimes like in basketball and in certain other positions in football, people try to, you know, inflate their their size. But it, some athletes occasionally go, no, nah, you know, I'm more like I'm, I'm like an inch shorter than that. So you, you, you never really know, I suppose. Um, but, Ryan, before we step step away for break here quickly, um, this kid, you know, and, and this probably isn't fair, but it's a question people are going to ask. That's just because that's the way things go. Uh, Indiana is not Florida. It's not California. It's not Louisiana, Texas, you know, Georgia, South Carolina. It, it, it's not, uh, frankly, even Tennessee in, in terms of the, the the amount of prospects it produces on an annual basis, the level of football played there. Is that a concern in this case? You know, I, I don't think so. And I think the, the big thing at quarterback, uh, to me, you know, you see all sorts of different uh, different competition levels where quarterbacks thrive in high school and, and different types of players in high school. Uh, the big thing to me at quarterback is, is this a guy who, who helps his team win in high school? Is it a guy who puts up big numbers against high school? Because you can, you can play bad competition and, and not be overly impressive, but this is the guy who, you know, against what, whatever you think of, of Indiana's competition there uh, has, has done, has done big things there and put up really good numbers and, uh, his, his completion percentage went up from his sophomore year, 52% as a sophomore to 62% as a junior. Big jump. Uh, that's, a lot, a, that's a big jump. A, a lot to like there. His, his accuracy has definitely improved. And, uh, and, and his, his touchdowns and, uh, and interceptions improved. Uh, this year, 17 touchdowns, only five interceptions after throwing 10 interceptions as a sophomore. So uh, when you put all that together, I think you see a, a quarterback just sort of on, the, on an upward tra- trajectory in his development. And, uh, and again, big frame. Uh, a lot, pretty, pretty strong arm can throw from different arm slots, you know, pretty mobile, but not a huge runner. I think he only had fewer than 200 rushing yards last season, but that that's not indicative of how, of his mobility. Just some guys don't run a whole lot. And again, I think he uses his legs more to set up the throw. So this is a guy that when you, I mean, I, I'm not sure Josh Heupel has a, a pure fit for his system. He's talked about the fact that he's done it with different quarterbacks before guys who can run more guys who can throw more. I think we've seen that in, in the types of guys he's worked with already at Tennessee, that all the guys on the current roster sort of fit it to varying degrees and, and can all work within his system. But, but if you were sort of drawing up a prototype for what works in Josh Heupel's system, it's probably a guy like this. You know, you could maybe have a, an even bigger runner and still be perfectly fine, but a guy that can just use his legs to make some plays here and there, but at the same time, his, his main strength is pushing the ball down the field and making good throws. And at the end of the day, uh, I think that's going to work pretty well in Josh Heupel's system. Guys, we got to take a quick break. We got to step away, pay some bills, listen to some products, services, in house ads, other fun things. And we're going to come back and we're going to discuss what this means for Tennessee's class because I, I got a feeling that, that this is a decision that means quite a bit for Tennessee's class and something that Tennessee desperately needed right about this time. So we'll be right back. Hang with us. Be back in just one second. Hashtag ad. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to the Go Balls 24-7 podcast, brought to you by whatever products, services, and in-house ads you just heard a moment ago during that commercial break. Wes Rucker coming to you from Fort Rucker Studio. Ryan Callahan coming to you from across town there at his home daycare center. And we are discussing a big breaking news edition of the Go Balls 24-7 podcast. Taven Jackson, four-star quarterback from Indiana, has committed to the University of Tennessee. I should say from high school in Indiana, because if you don't say from high school in Indiana these days, people will assume you're talking about someone who's coming from the portal. And this, unlike Joe Milton, is not someone coming from the portal. This is someone coming the old-fashioned way uh, from high school. So uh, he has committed to Tennessee, choosing the Vols over more than 30 offers, some big-time offers in there, certainly a big-time prospect and a big-time get for Josh Heupel and his staff. Plenty to discuss about that, and we will get right back to that in just a second. Before that, though, quick reminder, guys, take a minute out of your day right now. If you can, please, please hit the subscribe button on this podcast. Please rate and review this podcast, whether you're on Apple Podcasts, iHeart, TuneIn, Stitcher, Anywhere in the world you can cast a fine pod, you can find the Go Vols 24-7 podcast. Uh, but please, please, please go in there. Nothing could possibly help us more than y'all going out there and doing that. So please take just a minute. Please rate and review. Please tell your friends. Please hit that subscribe button. Ryan, I think if, if someone had – if we had had a straw poll on this, and, and this is one of those things where we were doing a Go Vols 24-7 roundtable – and we had to take the the question, what position will Josh Heupel's like first big Tennessee commitment come from? I think we would be arm wrestling each other over the quarterback answer um, because it just seems so natural given the fact that Heupel is – um, was an NFL quarterback, certainly was a Heisman Trophy uh, runner-up there at the at the position, a guy who won a national championship at the position, a guy who has been a coach at the position and coached just a, a couple of Heisman winners. Uh, his offenses routinely rank him on the best in college football in terms of both yards and points per game. Uh, the quarterbacks always put up good numbers in this offense. Uh, it's balanced. They don't, just, they don't just throw it. They run it a lot, too, but they put up great numbers, and it just seems such a natural fit, doesn't it, that the first kind of big commitment where people go, ooh, it would be a quarterback, right? It, it does, and I, I think people that, – that was one of the reasons Tennessee fans had, it, had a good bit of optimism earlier this year that, hey, maybe Josh Heupel comes in, and because he's got that history and that, uh, that name recognition from being a Heisman finalist when he was a player and all that stuff, uh, and, and, and a – you know, again, he's put Drew Locke in the NFL and, and had some success at quarterback with the, with multiple guys at, at UCF. So when you put all that together, is that going to be enough to get the attention of a guy like Ty Simpson right away, even though he didn't know Josh Heifel? And and that was probably asking a bit too much as you look back on it uh, to land a guy like that in your first month on the job. Uh, but it, it obviously makes an impression on guys. And and to, to be able to, in less than three months during a dead period, or a little more than three months, I should say, but during a dead period, uh, with without a real chance to to meet players in person and uh, do all the things that you would normally do during a during a typical year uh, to to do that and, and impress a player enough to to get him on board that quickly uh, I, I think does kind of speak to to Josh Heupel's track record to what this offense looks like to recruits uh, they they obviously want to push the ball down the field 
you know, it might not be a coincidence. I, I don't think he made it to the spring game. You know, he told me he didn't anyway, uh, just a few days ago, um, because he had a, had a track meet, uh, that he, that he had not thought much about, but he looked into going to the spring game last week. Um, but he, he saw some of that game, I think, and, you know, maybe seeing that offense on the field and just the fact that the quarterback position sort of wide open, maybe that made it look more appealing to him and, and helped him reach that conclusion that, Hey, maybe I just need to go ahead and commit to Tennessee. So, uh, it's a guy who's going to be an early enrollee uh, arriving on campus in January. At least that's his plan right now. And uh, if that if that holds, you know, we, this quarterback competition has been interesting this year and will be for the next few months. But this could ensure that it's even, you know, still interesting next year, regardless of what happens at that position. Uh, you throw another guy into the mix right away for spring practice next year. So uh, I, I think a lot of things that play into that, but definitely Heupel's track record and the fact that he's had a lot of success in his offense uh, appeals to quarterbacks. And that that's, there's no doubt I think that had a, had a role in, in Taven Jackson's decision. A couple things before we step out of here. Ryan, just how badly did Tennessee, not just a, for this coaching staff, but sort of as a program, sort of need this right now? You've got the NCAA sanctions potentially coming down the road looming. You know, you've got a, coming off a 3-7 and seven team. You know, a lot of people have laughed a lot at Tennessee in recent years. How much does something like this, how, how badly was this needed for Tennessee to show, you know what, at the end of the day, no matter what, Tennessee can recruit? Yeah, I, I think for sure it, it, it was something they needed. And, you know, we, we talked a couple of weeks ago about the importance of getting, you know, Elijah Herring, the in-state linebacker, to start off the class. Uh, and then ad- adding the very next day, uh, Vincent Sneed, the defensive end from Florida, to get a couple commitments like that was big just to just to sort of get the ball rolling, to get the class started and uh, and, and show that things are moving in the right direction uh, at, at Tennessee. And, you know, even with all the things that you mentioned, uh, the, the fact that, that Tennessee was able to get some guys this spring during a dead period when this coaching staff has met no one really that they're recruiting, uh, I, I think showed, showed fans that, hey, not, maybe no need to panic just yet. You know, there's going to be some challenges in recruiting, um, but, but at least they've got things on the right track. This sends a message that, hey, not only are things okay and on the right track, but Tennessee can land big-time players uh, during, a, during a tough time for this program and during a dead period. So you put all that together and uh, I think it's hard to overstate the importance of this one for Tennessee from a from a perception standpoint, uh, and also when it comes to building this class. You know, this gives them obviously something to point to for potential receiver targets and tight ends and running backs and anybody else who's going to be playing in Tennessee's offense and, and and even even on the defensive side sometimes that hey we've got that quarterback we can build around and, and hopefully Taven Jackson can be a, a big part of our future and now you can be part of that with him so. Uh, that's obviously big to get a quarterback early in any class, but especially in this one being the first full class for Josh Heupel's staff and having that to point to and, and kind of sell other recruits on definitely a big deal. And, and we'll see how much he goes out and tries to, to peer recruit some other players himself. Quickly, Ryan, I'll, I'll, I'll hazard a guess that most people who are listening to this podcast understand this, but there will be some people who do not. So for, for, for the sake of those people who do not, please explain the importance of getting a quarterback early in the class and, and getting a guy you can build around. Yeah, well, it, it, it's important on both sides. It's important for the player because spots do run out. You know, if you wait too long, as we talked about earlier, you can miss out on the chance to to, to go where, where you want to go or to have your first choice. So that's always one of the things that plays into a quarterback committing early. But schools always like this too because quarterbacks, let's face it, are the face of the program uh, in most cases. And uh, you've got to have a quarterback in every class for the most part. Uh, and it's especially important for a staff like this that's selling offense, that offense is their calling card, that quarterbacks are what they're known for producing and uh, what Josh Heupel is known for producing at his previous stops. Um, so, so it's even more important to this staff probably, but for any class, 
Uh, always important to get a quarterback on board because, um, you know, again, on offense, everything kind of starts with the quarterback. He can help recruit tight ends and wide receivers and running backs and even offensive linemen say, hey, wouldn't it be fun to play together at Tennessee or, or wherever he's going? And so that, that's, that's why you see staffs love. They, they love it when they can get quarterbacks on board early. Not all of them end up being uh, major peer recruiters. Not all of them get a bunch of players to follow them, but just perception-wise and with everything else that, you, that, that, that comes with that, it's big to have that quarterback in there early, and especially, again, in this offense and with what Josh Heupel's doing, uh, it's hard to overstate how important that is to have a quarterback to point to and say, this is a guy who might be a big part of our future here. Well, we've got plenty of coverage of Taven Jackson's commitment on Go Vols 24-7. We will have more throughout the day and moving forward. Obviously, this is big news for Tennessee. We'll, we'll have much more on this. Ryan, is there anything else before we step out of here that, that you needed to, to mention? No. Uh, we'll, uh, obviously, it should, should still be an interesting spring as we, as we build up to, this, uh, to the June 1 uh, restart of in-person recruiting. But you know, this just shows you. I don't, I don't know this, that this was planned well in advance. You know, this shows you things can always change and, and time timelines can move up in recruiting so definitely stay tuned to go balls 24 7 and uh as we move toward june there, there still could always be uh other pieces of news just like this because uh, you just never know in recruiting what can change i think that's a good place to live thanks for your time ryan appreciate it man thanks wes and you know what thanks y'all for listening thank thank y'all for listening not thanks y'all thank y'all for listening guys we appreciate it we always do you can find all of us on twitter i'm west rucker 24 7 on twitter ryan callahan is ryan callahan 24 7 on twitter patrick brown is p brown 24 7 on twitter and grant ramey is grant ramey on twitter you can also find all of us on uh social media like just as as a team together you just want tennessee news nothing else Go get that at twitter.com slash govals247. That will be all vols all the time. You can also go to facebook.com slash govals247, which is mostly vols, not just all vols, but mostly vol stuff on there. And it's it's updated throughout the day, so tons and tons of stuff on there. Or if you want that delicious East Tennessee Mountain spring water just right from the tap, Ronnie Millsap, Smoky Mountain Rain style, go get that at GoVols247.com, the best site on all of Al Gore's internets to get coverage of Tennessee football, football recruiting, basketball, basketball recruiting, Tennessee baseball. Uh, rough night for the Vols last night, uh, Tuesday. Um, but generally speaking, things have been going great for the fourth-ranked Vols. Big, big series coming up with Kentucky the next few days, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. We'll have coverage of that. Uh, also, Lady Vols coverage, where Maria Cornelius does an excellent job covering all things Lady Vols for us all the time. We've got two forms running around the clock. Uh, 24-7, as the name suggests. Go to GoVols247.com. Go to Checkerboard and to the Summit. Both of those run around the clock. All kinds of stuff on there, as long as it's not political or religious in nature. Guys, fire away. That's what we're here for. Ask us questions. You just want to commiserate. You just want to talk about a loss. You want to talk about a win. You want to talk about something that's bothering you. You want to talk about... We've got like a four-page thread right now on things we're planting in our yard in the summer, guys. Anything that you want to talk about, Go talk with us about it there. You, you got a bunch of like-minded people there, a bunch of good people, and uh, we are there talking sports, talking life, talking everything else, except for politics and religion, all the time, round the clock on there. And you get all of that for less than the price of one mediocre lunch per month. That is it. And if you pay us full price, which is still a really, really, really darn good deal, guys, really, really darn good deal, uh, if you pay that, you get 
free access in perpetuity to Paramount Plus, which used to be CBS All Access, which is the streaming arm of CBS Viacom. So many stuff, so much stuff from so many networks, movies, shows, live sports, including Vol Sports, NFL, uh, other college football, PGA Tour, NFL, UEFA Champions League, UEFA Europa League. So, so, so many things. So, so, so many things. They decided the Jackass movies on there for the for 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 you uh, miscreants out there. Some Johnny Knoxville love there. You can go check that out. Also got stuff from Nickelodeon and Smithsonian for the kids. Uh, all kinds of great stuff, guys. Go check it out. You, you can get free access to that if you pay us at GoVoss247.com for a subscription. And that is a really, really low rate as it is. So until then, guys, we'll, we'll see you later in the week. Uh, be good. Please keep washing your hands. Please keep distance from people when it's appropriate. Please wear masks when it's appropriate. Please, please, please get that vaccine. We are so close to getting out of this. We can just do it. Just go get that vaccine. We're, we're going to get through this. We're so, so close, guys. Things are opening up. Things are looking great. Let's keep it going. Let's keep it rolling. We'll see you later in the week. We'll be good. PSA out. See you. CBS Tonight. TV's hottest show is Fire Country. I'm not a hero. I'm in orange for a reason. They're taking 12 months off your sentence. You're free. Lady. With a special epic season finale. Now that I'm out, I need something to get me up in the morning. You are a firefighter. You speak. That will be unforgettable. In the name of your life's happiness, go get your girl. She's getting married tomorrow. Says, when do you let anything get in the way of what you want? The Fire Country season finale tonight, 9, 8 central on CBS and streaming on Paramount+. Plus.